0: The Crow Show on Triple M with
1: Sauce. Sauce, a left foot snap, and he gets his second goal. And Tomo, I've never played the game. Okay, so you can clip me to bugger. Ah, Happy Sunday morning to you, Adelaide. Great to have your company once again. It's the Crow Show with Sauce and Tomo, ready to rock and roll for the next hour. Three-time showdown medalist to his name. Played. A lot of footy at the Carlton Footy Club, GWS, but most importantly at the Crows. Sam Jacobs, hello, mate. Morning, Tomo. It's great to be back after oh. a weekend off of footy. Yeah, well, just a nice little freshen up, oh, oh, I know. Just what
2: we needed this time of the year. So, oh. uh, obviously, the big games today, we're, mm. uh, we're back against the Gold Coast. So, I'm, I'm sure the boys are looking to get up to some nicer weather up there.
1: Well, that we, speak from experience.
2: You've just <laughs> come from there, mate. Well, I did, mate. We uh, I took the family up to the Gold Coast. So, we stayed at SeaWorld Resort, which is oh. nice. So, How on the it? premises of SeaWorld. Oh, unbelievable. Yep. So, uh, we spent a lot of time looking at the animals and whatnot. So and the yeah, kids loved it. Mate. Kids absolutely loved it. So it was great for them to get away. Took the grandparents up as well. So it awesome. gave uh, mum and dad a bit of. Bit of time off as well. So, uh,
1: yeah, nice freshen up. And like you said, mate, get ready for the second half of the year. Nah, I like that, mate. Hey, looking forward to this. Going to be speaking to Darcy Fogarty this morning. Nathan Van is going to join us. And I look down and I see there's an- oh, no, 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 <laughs> another Taylor Walker prank. What yeah, the hell? Yeah, so
2: we've got uh, the big fellas going to work again. And he's uh, stung another little teammate. Beautiful. I'll
1: tell you what. One of these land in our bloody lap every other week, Saucy. The old Texan, is, once again, has been at it prank style.
2: Now, uh, we, we know this is a, uh, a real favourite segment of all the listeners, yeah. so it's, um, it's good. We just got to drip feed them in when the big fella can knock them over. That's or, right. Or, or this person himself is a prankster. So we obviously heard True. Murph at the start of the year. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he loves a good prank himself. So, um, yeah, do you want to set it up for us, Tomo?
1: Well, what I'll do is Murph trying to get Tex. <laughs> Because that didn't work too well. Let's have a listen. Go on. What's up? Uh, ceiling. What do you want? Don't start
0: this shit.
3: I'm not 12 years old.
1: What do you want, mate? I'll give you a call back if that's all right. I've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously So that was Lockie Murphy Trying to be the old prankster yeah. I'll call you Yeah And then basically act like You're calling me It just didn't work With y- our man Texas Yeah you're treading a very fine line When you're trying to get the, the, the king prankster himself 100% So we got him back So Tex rang Lockie Murphy And I don't know how These people don't pick up Tex's voice I know Like have it, We'll just let it play out yeah Yeah absolutely
3: Hello Hi, oh, Lucky. How you going, mate? My name's Richard. I'm from Royal Society of the Blind. How you going, mate? Good. Yourself? Good, mate. Um, I got your number from your manager, Michael Dowdy, at uh, TLA, and we understand that you're a massive uh, dog dog lover.
0: Yeah, I love dogs, yeah.
3: Mate, this week is... Uh, we're celebrating... Uh, uh, National Obedience Week for dogs, and we're, we're just wondering um, whether whether you, A, you've got one, and, B, whether you'd be keen to be involved? Uh, yeah, I have a dog, yeah. What's it entail, mate? Oh, look, we're, uh, we're National Obedience Week is massive for our business, and, uh, you know, it, it's just celebrating how obedient dogs are. And we, we're just, you know, a little bit of social media, some photos of um, things that you do with your dogs, just a little bit of social, we can go into depth later on. But um, we are just wondering whether you'd, A, be keen and, um, B, whether we, we can get you on board. Yeah, that
0: sounds all right, mate. Sounds pretty good.
3: And and the other thing is we think you've got a massive profile here in South Australia. It's a South Australian business, mind you. And um, we just uh, know that you've got a massive um, following here in South Australia. And... Um, yeah, no, that sounds good, mate. happy to help. <laughs> what, what sort of things, out of curiosity, do you do with your dog?
0: Uh, Walk it? I don't know. What do you? Whatever.
3: (laughs) What? Um. <laughs> you are an idiot. I knew it had your voice Where's going? He didn't know.
1: Walk it. He didn't know. What do you do? <laughs> I walk it.
2: Uh, hey, what about, he's pretty happy with his profile as well, isn't he? Oh, pretty, yeah, I know. Pretty big yeah. in South <laughs> Australia. Oh,
1: I wouldn't have thought, mate. <laughs> Oh, an absolute privilege! This one here, Saucy. Style power, three-time AFLW premiership player has now uh, joined the the men's coaching ranks as well, which is just superb. The first ever person, a female, to do it, I should say. Chelsea Randall joins us this morning. Chelsea, you got us,
4: boys. So good to be on. Uh, how are you?
1: Love it, Chelsea. Well. Now, uh, how excited? Uh, firstly, are you about cracking in with the coaching of the men's, and how excited were you, firstly, with the opportunity?
4: Ah. Uh, yeah, very excited. Words can't quite describe it to be honest, guys. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm still on a teaching track at the moment for another week or two yep. and then I'll come over to the men's program and yeah, keep learning and hopefully continue to keep add value to what is already an awesome programme.
2: Now footy and education always has always been in your blood, Chelsea. Could you can you ever think going back to the time you spent in country Western Australia you'd be part of a, a men's coaching panel?
4: Oh, it was bizarre if you think about you know 6 7 years ago i didn't quite even believe that we'd have our own afl women's competition so yep. you know the journey the last 6 years has just been amazing as a player and i'm really looking forward to that next chapter of of learning in the coaching space a little bit more and um yeah it's it's just incredible that we're seeing more women in the afl industry and particularly in these coaching roles um i think it's awesome that we're trying to normalize uh, whether females and males, you know, coaching in the
2: mm-hmm. AFL industry. Now, I'll take you to the to the facilities as well. Now, we've um, it's obviously very exciting. We're at West Lakes at the moment, and, and obviously the AFLW girls are an integral part of that there. Which we don't have a lot of facilities. Obviously, it's a it's a bit of a construction side outside, but um, I'm sure you girls are are excited by the opportunity to move into to some new new facilities and, and have your own sort of area and your own program running out of there.
4: Yeah, oh, it'd be amazing. You know, I think. What we as much as we love, uh, West Lakes, you know, it's been a fantastic facility for us over and home for the last couple of years. Um, you know, it, it's, it's awesome if we can find a, a facility that we can create, you know, with the whole three new programs and, um, yeah, go from there.
2: Now, Tomo, we know Chelsea, she's an A grade person. Oh, now, Chelsea, yes. I just want to ask you a bit of a story around <laughs> a presentation we did uh, as a club to the council, um, which you're a part of. Um, and I'll, I'll, I just want you to pick up the story and about the impact um, that obviously the AFLW girls are having um, not only uh, on TV and as a game, but also, you know, within facilities and get, getting girls these other opportunities. I'll throw it over to
4: you. <laughs> I, I hope I can word it right. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, basically, the uh, we had an opportunity to speak to council about... Um, you know, about our facility and and bits and pieces. And I guess for a lot of women that may have played sports, um, they may realise or understand where I might be coming from, but we haven't had many opportunities to have our own change rooms, um, you know, in grassroots football when I was growing up. And so um, I basically just uh, said to the council, you know, this is how I've changed into my Guernsey (laughs) over the last 16 years of playing grassroots footy uh, level, and I basically had a polo shirt on. I threw my crow's guernsey over the top. And some women might be able to follow me. You're able to kind of put your hands through both the jumper and, and polo oh, hell yeah. and you kind of whip this um, polo out from under your neck. And yep. that's how you kind of change in front of people. Um, like a
1: Houdini style yeah. yeah. Look, it's really
4: hard to probably
3: describe.
2: That is an unreal but, story.
4: It's. Uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to do it, and I probably should have um, worded poor John Olson, the um, chairman, <laughs> up beside me, because I think he was having a heart attack as well. I said. This is how I got changed. <laughs> just, just got changed in front of everyone, everyone in council. But yeah, I think it left a, a lasting impact of some of the challenges that we've had at
1: grassroots levels in in female sport Nah, i love it chels you're uh yeah you're you're a genuine star with what you're doing at the moment and, and obviously moving into the the coaching as well so i'm interested to know a mentor that has someone mentored you or is there someone that you go to because you know coming from your background into playing AFLW and then moving into coaching surely you need a support ne- network around you
4: Uh, Sauce, are you going to put your hand up here, mate, and and (laughs) continue to help us out He did ask me to uh, ask that question, (laughs) (laughs) Geoff. Look, I think, um, yeah, look, I'm really lucky. I'm surrounded by so many amazing people at our Adelaide Footy Club. But, you know, Matthew Clark, Doc Clark, has been um, an absolute, you you know, he's just an absolute ripper bloke, but he's also an incredible coach, and I just love everything that he does, um, and if I could be, you know, half the man that he is, you know, it would be incredible. Um, so, yeah, he's constantly learning, uh, but, yeah, I've got some incredible people, and I'm lo- looking forward to learning off Matthew Nixon, the coaching staff, and Marco Bello from Head of Development. Um, and everyone in the system, to be honest, so it would be
2: great. Now, this short interview is not enough for us to ask you about everything we want, Chelsea But uh, <laughs> be remiss of me not to touch on it at the moment. Um, just, just the the state of the AFLW squad. Um, you know, for us to lose, you know, obviously we lost Aaron and, and a few other players along with that. But you know, majority of the squad sticks around. We've got all our young up and coming stars on board still. Um, you must be just as excited by the opportunity about. You know this new squad coming together, and what uh, the next season holds um, for the Adelaide Footy Club.
4: Yeah, I certainly am excited. It's you know we've really managed to hold on to the majority of our group, which is just testament to our culture and you know the success that we've been able to create uh, within the four walls of our footy club. And you know these girls are passionate about the game, and um, they've decided to stick around to you know be around this culture and around the people that they adore and people that make them better so i'm really excited for the next season it's i think uh, tomorrow is day one of pre-season for us which only feels like we only just finished last <laughs> season a little while ago so um, i'm really looking forward to getting stuck in with them and uh yeah continue to see what, where we can take this group
1: Ah, uh, Chelsea, you're a jet. Anyone you speak to about Chelsea Randall and they've got nothing but the highest regard to speak about you. So thanks so much for jumping on board the Crows Radio Show.
4: Thanks, boys. Take care.
1: Thanks, Chelsea. Nathan Van Burlo is our guest uh, this morning. I'm looking forward to this chat, saucy. 205 games to his name with 68 goals. A past skipper of the Adelaide Football Club joins us. G'day, VB. How are you, mate? Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. Uh, thanks no for worries. jumping on board. Just want to start and reflect on your career, mate. Firstly, how did you find your 11-season career at the Adelaide Football Club playing-wise?
5: Oh, look, it was um, yeah one of the most enjoyable periods of my life, to be honest. Yep. So I, um, some highs and lows and a bit of a roller coaster journey through footy, but um, look back on my footy journey very fondly. and. Uh, made some great friendships out of footy, had some great memories, and um, yeah, footy's footy's given me everything, and the Adelaide Footy Club's given me everything. So it's been um, yeah, very fond memories. Um, so I'm I'm, I'm wrapped to be back at the Footy Club for the last 18 months um, in a coaching role now, which is sort of helping uh, I guess give back to some of the younger guys and help help guide through our next generation of crows
1: yeah absolutely we'll get into your coaching side of things just want to stick on the the playing to to start with vb so this is big mate you look i've, I've just done a, a bit of a uh, a bit of a google a bit of a research so you debuted in a showdown how was that experience
5: oh yeah pretty surreal i reckon it was from memory it was round three in 2005 my first year and um i didn't really have uh, an understanding of what a showdown meant i've heard about it yes. and heard about the Ramsgate incident incident and then uh <laughs> Um, running out with all the guys that were involved in it too, with Roo and you know, Goody and the like. And um, pretty uh, pretty awesome atmosphere. Mm. And um, to, I reckon my very first possession, I got knocked on the back of the head. And uh, I'm not, I can't remember who it was. I reckon it was either Franco or Chad Corns. And I uh, <laughs> got a bit of concussion, delayed concussion after that. Yeah. Came to the bench a quarter time, and remember saying to the doctor, "Which way are we going here? I don't know if I'm overawed or if I'm a yeah. bit shocked at the situation." But he goes, "No, you, you copped the knocks to the head, mate. So we'll just let you sit for a bit, and we'll see if you're ready to go again." So yeah. didn't remember a little bit for the for the next period of time, but we got the win, and I remember in the rooms afterwards we singing the song. All my family were there. It was. Uh, Certainly one of my highlights.
1: Yeah, for
2: sure. Now, we know uh, you're part of the club, mate, and you have to be a very good player to be able to perform in the showdown, which uh, which oh, you did numerous times. So on, uh, <laughs> <on>. <laughs> this,
5: this is a reference to you,
2: mate.
1: You said it. You said it. Not, just mate. wedging his <laughs> three-time medals yeah. in there, baby. Oh, yeah, what a yeah. disgrace. What you want me to bring it up?
5: So <laughs> bring it up. <laughs> um, oh, I've yeah. actually got some good photos, Tom. Uh, Source sends me through him with the two medals around his neck. <laughs> the peace sign, he's got the three. Oh, no. The old clinker. The old clinker. The boys love
2: it. <laughs> it's not about me though. No, but uh, now we, we spoke about your coaching, mate. And and, and in all seriousness, you're obviously a, a really strong leader. In, in my time at the club, the the way you um, presented yourself and the way you obviously performed when it mattered, and you, you're a really tough player. And that's, I guess, translated to to your coaching as well. You're a you're a, you're a really strong leader as a uh, coach as well. Is that something you thought of as a player that you'd become a coach, or is it so, sort of something you sort of fell into a bit post playing?
5: Oh, no, I I was probably the other way. So it was the first. Probably two-thirds of my career I was, no, I didn't want to get into coaching after footy. Um, and then I guess the further and further on I got in my career, I, I became, uh, I guess, more of a veteran in the side, an older older soul. Yep. I sort of, I started to really enjoy um, being around the youth in the team um, and in my last couple of years played a played a bit of SANFL footy and um, I found a way to really enjoy, you know, playing at that level and helping out the younger guys coming through, which, which then I guess... Um, Got a spark in me around coaching and i probably thought oh, i'll i really enjoy this and and i'd love to give back where i could and i got a real kick out of helping those young guys coming yep. through so did a year of development coaching after i finished in my first year with don pike and and his crew which was which was fantastic and then was lucky enough to have three years at west coast as an assistant coach which challenged me big time great to go to a different environment um but yeah just i mean going from a really you now a young squad being at west coast which is a really senior squad. Um, Sort of different levels of, of management, leadership and coaching, if you like. But um, been really rewarding. I've really enjoyed it.
2: Now, it's not often we get to speak to a, a former captain of the club, but I just want to ask you, what, what was it like being a captain? And you, you, as mentioned, you, you're one of the boys at times, but you know, you had a, a few light-hearted rat bags in your time, which are some of your good mates, obviously Triple M's yep. very own, uh, Bernie Vince's one, <laughs> just to name one. Um, how, how did you go managing having those hard conversations with uh, ultimately your best mates and at times your housemate?
5: Oh uh, Yeah, look, so, I'm, so you're referring to – I lived with Bernie for yep. three years, which was uh, yeah challenging at some times, and we're, we're still best of mates. Yeah. So he was one of my groomsmen at my wedding. But we – I mean, I, I remember having a conversation with Bernie early days and, like, and with other guys, and even with the, the guys that I've played with that I'm now coaching. Um, when I first got back to the club, I had a conversation around, look, this is now my role. Yep. Um, we've got obviously an existing relationship. There's mutual respect there. There's going to be times where I'm going to really challenge you and I expect when you need to in the right way challenge me, please do that, but understand it's coming from the right place. So we've, you know, whether it be with Rory Sloane, who's one of my close mates, yep. or one of the new guys that have come into the team this year and a Jake Saligo, have some challenging conversations and I've built a relationship, hopefully, with with all of them that they understand that it, it is coming from a good place and it's about making them the best version of themselves that they can be. So, um I've always sort of challenged myself in being respect versus being liked yeah. in, a, in a leadership and coaching sense and um, at the end of the day, if you, if you get that respect, often you can, you can get the best of both worlds. So, um, yeah, that's often the motto I try and go by and um, even with the guys I coach now that I play with, as I said, that's a challenge sometimes but one that, I remind myself of when I have to have those tough conversations.
1: Was that one of your biggest challenges of your, your footy career, VB? Like, did you understand how much water it actually held, being the captain of the Adelaide Football Club?
5: Uh, yes and no, Tomo. I reckon it was... Um, I probably preempted that Simon Goodwin would go around for another year, to be honest, mm-hmm. when he pulled the pin and um, it came around quicker the opportunity than probably what I'd, I'd thought, um, and it wasn't something that I was um, you know, campaigning for, it yep. was something that I'd, I'd love, love to do, and I was 24 when I first became captain, and it was sort of a bit raw, a bit new, but um, something that I was lucky to have some terrific leaders around me, you know, Source was one of them, I Scotty Thompson, Brent Riley, Mick Dowdy, a number of guys that I've been playing with for a long period of time that were, um, were great mentors and mates of mine that meant I didn't have to do Everything, uh, or feel like I had to do everything, um, and that was probably a, a good learning for me. Was that you know I was, I was literally just the, at times the, the the face, the leadership face of the team, but had a lot of good people around me that were able to help me uh, with the load. Uh, I suppose of, yep. of, of leading and managing a team. So it wasn't you know while I was the the captain, there was certainly you know a number of leaders which I was really proud of at the time.
2: Now, VB, you're a man of many talents. Obviously, your father as well. To uh, your your three beautiful kids, but uh, a path I'd never thought you'd go down is is acting. Um, oh, no. Has he? You, <laughs> no, he has. He's, he's had a little dabble. Oh, no. um, come on! Thankfully, he didn't have to, thankfully he didn't have to speak. But um, how how was it, mate? I'm <laughs> speaking of the new Toyota ad that the club did in partnership with Toyota, just to thank them for their oh, their long standing partnership, and uh, come you, on, you VB. were an integral part of that. Oh, how no. was that? <laughs>
5: Oh, well, yeah, so I just had to sit and, you know, some of us, you know, don't have a head for radio, sauce, so I, do, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with commercials, that. Mate. So, um, you know, we, it was great. I got to sit in the car with, uh, with CJ, Courtney Craney, and we, we yep. reminisced on some, some previous memories. It was a great concept from Toyota, who have been with us. We're really lucky since Day Dot. Um, they've been a great supporter of the footy club to me personally. And I oh, think it was a pretty cool concept to sit there it was. and watch the, the, the years go by of the Crows and the different vintages of. Toyota Camrys and cars that have come and gone and where we are now, which um, you know is is great to be doing it side by side with a, a corporate partner like Toyota. So. There's
1: just no way that Toyota would partner with Saucy, is there, VB? jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah,
5: it'd have to be some sort of red Corolla. Right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it, it was a great concept, and for all, all, all the listeners out there, get along and have a look at it. It's a, it's a really well yep. put together piece, and I think it sums up our history perfectly. Absolutely,
1: VB. Thanks so much for joining us on this Sunday morning, and good luck today, brother. Thanks very much, guys. Good on you. Yeah. Thanks, babes. We got the big fridge. Darcy Fogarty on the line. G'day, Darcy. How are you, mate? Hey, how are you going? Well,
2: are you
1: boys. Ah, oh, mate, top of the world. Way? Firstly, we want to start off with last weekend. Obviously, coming off the buy, what did we get up to, please, to freshen up?
0: Um, just went home for a couple of days, so I went back to Lusendale. Um, didn't have too much on, which was nice. So it's good to go back and reset a little and sort of just chill out on the farm for a bit.
2: Now, Fog, we've got you the morning of the game, mate. So we're obviously very thankful of you giving up a bit of time before you, you play later on today. But um, how was the break? Did you you obviously mentioned you went back home? But did you did you get much training in, or was it uh, a real freshen up and just to get away from footy?
0: No, uh, we had one session back home, um, and then yeah, I was lucky enough. I went back and trained the Lucindale lads, which was good fun. I haven't been there for a couple of years, so um, yeah, it was good to get a bit of a taste of country footy again, which was. Was nice, but other than that, just pretty well chilled out. I think the boys got a few days off, so they were able to sit back and relax for a couple of days. Um, right.
2: Yeah, refresh. So, so you're telling me after coming off, uh, yeah, you know, some some really strong performances down at Geelong and against West Coast, you've gone home and trained with the uh, Loose Boys. Oh no, come on! Well, I have, and I've never been more nervous
0: pre-kicks in my life. Uh, <laughs> no,
2: nah, that's awesome, mate. We know you're very connected to your hometown, but let's go back to the start. Um, obviously, grew up in Lucendale, uh played for Glenelg, and obviously went to Ross Trevor, but. Um obviously, uh, things things went pretty well as a youngster coming through and you, and you were able to go pretty high in the draft. And, um, yeah, it was all all, all pretty good.
0: Yeah, I was very lucky. Um started a pretty healthy club in Lucendale. It's um, a pretty good sporting town for how small it is. So um, I was lucky with the opportunity to sort of have a real tight-knit club to start off with. So I was able to train with the seniors at a pretty young age. Um, and I think that sort of uh, helped fast-track my footy a little bit getting used to the bigger bodies. So um, it all sort of stemmed from there. I reckon. I'm pretty grateful for for what they've
1: done. And what about your year so far, Dars? How have you seen that for the uh, collective 2021?
0: Uh, It's been a little bit inconsistent, but um, yeah, sort of a bit more happy with the last couple of games. So hopefully we can do it in the back end of the year and keep sort of tracking in the right direction. But um, yeah, it's, it's going right. Still a lot of footy to be played, so hopefully you can keep building
1: a little bit. Ah perfect, mate. I reckon you've uh, you've turned the corner nicely. Now let's get off-field please, because uh, my mail is pretty strong that you like uh, you like swinging them of a regular basis. Yeah, well
0: the golf game's not too strong at the moment, so I'm not enjoying it too much. But um, we're just about um, yeah, we're sort of we went for a hit um, during the week a couple of times and. It's not looking pretty
1: at the moment. <laughs> and the uh, the best golfer at the Adelaide Crows, please ask who's that.
0: Oh uh, well, I reckon I'm gonna have to give it to Jordy Dawson. I <laughs> or um or Kieran Strawn, both both of those boys
1: did a very nice hole so. My my man Jimmy Rowe couldn't <laughs> hit water if he fell out of a boat, could he? No, nah, he's useless, poor <laughs> bugger. Now, now, Fog. One of your other loves is obviously farming, mate. Um,
2: how the stock price is down at uh, down the southeast, and are it you really st- st- still running a few cattle? Oh, they're cherry
0: sore. <laughs> they're very good at the moment. Um, prices are unbelievable, so
1: it's a good market to be in. Ah, okay. Perfect. Now you're a good man, Dar. Thanks so much for joining us on Game Day, mate. It's a privilege to speak to you. Perfect.
2: Thanks, lad. Thanks, Fog.
1: It's been the Crows Radio Show, done and dusted once again for a Sunday morning. You've been super once again, saucy. It's a hell of a show, isn't like.
2: it? Haven't we had some names in there? Current stars, former stars, club
1: captains, mate.
2: Outstanding. It's, it's a bit of humour there with right. the uh, with the big Texan again, but uh,
1: well, well, how's Lockie Murphy's form? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, in jumping an empty sort
2: of official. It was it? one of the best. One of the best. Oh, so, wow. uh, as always, mate, get on board, uh, listeners out there, get on board with our social media platforms: Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Yep. Um, and also, the Crow's Radio Show at afc.com.au is our email.
1: Absolutely. If you missed any of the show, that prank up there that texted on Lockie Murphy is sublime. Listener is where you'll find that. L-A-S-T-N, uh Saucy, we play. The Gold Coast Suns say up there should be a hell of a match. Hopefully, we can get the chocolates.
2: Yeah, we'll. Uh, I look forward to going home, putting my feet up for a couple of hours for settling in for the boys to hopefully have a great win and, yeah. and continue on the winning form.
1: One on the road would be fantastic. We are back next Sunday morning from a nine o'clock. Have a good one, mate.